0: Welcome to Hidden Tracks, stories from BART. I'm Chris Filippi. Well, this time we're talking about the future of some of the busiest stations in the BART system. Embarcadero, Montgomery Street, Powell Street, and Civic Center are seeing more riders all the time. BART has launched an ambitious plan to handle the increased workload for those stations, as well as to give them a fresh look that fits in nicely with all of the changes happening in downtown San Francisco. To talk more about this, I'm joined by Tim Chan, who's a planning manager here at BART. Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Happy to be happy to be here. Yeah, this is some exciting stuff that's going on, and let's just talk about capacity, because these stations, they really are getting busier
1: all the time. Absolutely, and you know, when the system was originally designed, we were designed running for 200,000, 200,000 people, we had no idea back in the 1960s and 1970s that we were going to grow to the point that we are right now, where we're seeing average daily ridership of about 450,000 people. So, and, and
0: I mean, obviously, these writers are experiencing that. San Francisco, especially Embarcadero and Montgomery, are extremely busy. Talk about some of the ideas that are being considered and, and what actions are being taken
1: to, to deal with that increased workload. So I think um, maybe a lot of people have heard about things like the uh, saddlebag side platform ideas, as well as a second tube. And certainly those ideas have generated a lot of interest uh, regionally. Um, but what we want to do before thinking about a multi-billion dollar uh, investment is we want to think about what are some of the shorter term Uh, ideas, uh, operational things, investments that we can make that will allow us to address the capacity, the growing capacity, uh, the growing demand issues that we will continue to have over the next five to 10 years. So things like looking at the escalators, you know, is there a way for us to meter uh, the crowd, the crowding on the escalators? Is there a way to uh, look at speed um, for the fare gates and for the escalators? Um, One idea that we're looking at right now are platform screen doors and adding platform screen doors to uh, our downtown stations allow us to crowd a, a few more people at the platform area. Um, but then also looking at changeable message signing signs. so if we have information at the street level, at the concourse level to let folks know that we 're at crush load down at the platform, um, you know, can that help make, help people make decisions about whether or not they to want to go down to the platform right now or can they wait a little bit longer uh, before going down to the station uh, to the station platforms you
0: know, i 'm trying to imagine the screen doors. Can you kind of describe those and, and tell us how they would work? Sure. So it's, uh, uh, the
1: platform screen door idea uh, is not new. Um, and so if you travel to Europe and to Asia, they already have platform screen doors uh, in many of their systems. Also, the if you go to the airport and you're riding a people mover system, chances are you will have experienced uh, a platform screen door as well. So what happens with that is that there uh, is a glass wall, often a glass wall, uh, that separates from the platform and the tracks. And so Uh, There are doors that open up and they're supposed to line up to the same doors uh, as the cars. And so what happens is when there are no trains, then the doors are closed. And then once a train uh, arrives at the station, then those doors will open up. So the um, platform screen doors serve a couple of um, really important purposes. Uh, again, one is to address the capacity issues. Um, it allows people to get a little bit closer to uh, and safely to the platform. But the other really important aspect of it is really suicide prevention. And so what we have experienced uh, on the BART system is that in the last five, 10 years, when there is an incident that occurs on the BART system, especially during uh, during the most congested periods we are seeing massive delays of two hours and so when that happens during the uh, afternoon peak or the morning peak it really just wrecks the whole system and it wrecks everyone's commute so we want to find ways to both um, help address the suicide and reduce the suicide numbers but then also address the capacity issues
0: I know there's been a lot of public outreach on this. There have been public meetings about this at the stations and and that sort of thing. Give us a sense for where we stand in terms of process, and when might riders see some changes, some implementation here?
1: We Over the past three years, we've gone out to uh, the downtown stations from Embarcadero to uh, Civic Center with uh, ideas first to solicit input on the station modernization planning. Um, but then also following up with ideas and improvements, recommended improvements and investments for those stations. So some of the earlier things that we want to um, uh, maybe move forward and test first, for example, would be at Embarcadero. And so people who use that station uh, will notice that there are there's this circular seating, beautiful, original to the station. And some of the seatings are located pretty close to the escalators. And what we've noticed during extremely busy morning periods is that people are sitting uh, at the sitting in the circular seating but then as people are lining up to queue up and to go up the escalators they're actually wrapping around the seating and it's pushing more and more people out to the platform um, edge and that to us is um, something that we want to help uh, reduce so our thinking maybe is to take a look at um, maybe removing some of those seatings but then also ensuring that we replace the seating in kind somewhere else uh, uh, somewhere else on the platform um, also, some of the seatings are directly in the way in the queuing lanes uh, for people trying to get into and out of our cars. So we also want to be smart about where we locate um, a lot of that seating to always make sure that it's not going to be in the way of our customers. So, so those are some of the shorter term things that we're considering right now. Um, again, um, also with the bond that's coming up is we're looking to make uh, major escalator uh, investments in the downtown San Francisco area, both at the platform level and at the street level. These escalators are some of the oldest escalators uh, in our system, and so they are um, past the prime for, for replacement and overhaul. So the bond is going to help address those issues and allow us to get you know, better functioning escalators um, and, and for them to perform throughout the day. I'm speaking with Tim Chan. He's a planning
0: manager here at Bard, and we're talking about the future of the downtown San Francisco stations. Always a very hot topic. I know another thing writers are concerned about is just the presentation of these stations, how they look, how they feel. Talk about some of the steps that are being taken to deal with the aesthetic concerns.
1: Even before I do that, I, will, I do want to acknowledge that when we went out to survey our customers and we were at the stations to hear our customers about their um, concerns, their frustrations, Um, And their ideas, you know, what we heard loud and clear for our customers is that the aesthetic is really important, but we want to make sure the equipment's functioning first. So that is our priority. But after that, what we know is that when people are in our stations, when they are clean, when they are attractive, it generates a a really unique kind of experience that people want to be at our stations. They want to be riding BART. And so as we are coming in with brand new uh, cars, we also want to make sure that our stations are going to be reflected and upgraded to that 21st century aesthetic. So um, what we've done through our station modernization is we've taken a look at the existing architecture and design of each of these stations. And what we know is stations like Powell Street with um, what I consider, and I know many people feel the same way, are the iconic bubble tiles. And a lot of our customers have told us, please preserve that, because that is so unique to Powell Street and to Montgomery. And so we've done that, but then we've also looked at other opportunities for Um, upgrading and updating our stations to make them more attractive. So, for example, uh, starting next month, we will be putting, finally, a new ceiling and lighting system. And so it's going to be a very simple grid system, but it's going to be modern-looking, and it's going to transform the concourse area of of Powell Station. Um, We've also identified art opportunities, and something that we uh, haven't done um, a, a lot at the downtown stations But we're now looking at these opportunities to bring in um, artists from the region, from around the country, locally as well, to look at how we can um, brighten up a space and make it look more attractive. Um, and we'll be doing this at all of the four downtown stations.
0: Yeah, And, of course, this all fits into what's happening uh, in San Francisco more broadly, uh, fitting in with things like the Better Market Street plan. There, there has to be a lot of coordination here. Thank you for
1: bringing Better Market Street because that's exactly what BART is doing. So I work extremely closely with the uh, planning staff, the MTA staff, and the public works staff. Um, I'm making sure that whatever we're doing inside our station is being closely, very closely coordinated with what happens at the street level. And so um, one example I like to bring up is our canopy project. And so there, as we are going in um, to make escalator investments, we are now required by state code to put a protective canopy on top. So because we knew it was going to be a market street, we set up a process by which we worked extremely closely with the city family, To uh, select a architect team, and then to come up with a design. And right now, in as part of phase one, we're gonna we've already I think the contract's already out to bid. Um, And so one uh, canopy project, one canopy will be located uh, uh, at Powell Station. The other one will be at Civic Center. And then the phase two, if the bond passes, we see us completing the rest of the entrances along Market Street from Embarcadero to Civic Center. I know
0: one of the ideas that you've uh, been excited about the results on is the pit stop at 16th
1: Street. Tell me what that is and and how it's been going so far. 16th Street, um, many people know it's a really challenging area. It is very vibrant. But it's also got some challenges. And so what has happened over the years is that there really are no places for people to use the restrooms. And so uh, what the city has done, and they've done incredibly successfully, is they started up the Pit Stop program first in the Tenderloin, and now they've expanded it uh, across the more problem- problematic areas. So we saw an opportunity to partner with the city, and in particular Public Works, to look at how we can add a pit stop, another pit stop facility uh, at 16th Street, but one that also will support and provide uh, some relief for our customers. And so we worked with them. We provided money um, as a match to locate a second uh, pit stop facility at the northeast plaza of 16th Street Station. Um, There's already a JC Duco unit that's on the southwest plaza, and now we wanted to add a second one on the Northeast Plaza. So what we know from the data is that um, last year we saw, uh, I believe, um, over twelve thousand people um, using that particular Northeast Plaza facility, and of that, over two thousand of those people are, but you know, were Bart customers. And so because of the success of that one, we um, got received grant. We sought grant money, and so part of that money goes into continuing the facility at the Northeast Plaza. But we've now added a second facility at Civic Center.
0: Is there any possibility that idea could be expanded to other
1: stations? Absolutely. So I just mentioned that we've gotten some money for um, Civic Center. And so, yes, so uh, absolutely, we will continue to explore. Um, more opportunities um, where it is most problematic. And Powell Street's another station that um, I'm working with the city and Union Square bid, the business improvement district to see if there's some opportunities there, but then looking at other places as well.
0: I'm speaking with Tim Chan, a planning manager with Barton. We're talking about the downtown San Francisco stations. One of the phrases I've seen thrown around, especially with Powell Station, is a gateway station. Explain that. What does that mean?
1: Powell Street is a gateway station because, first and foremost, it's where the, the tourists come from around the world, from around the country. And a lot of times, uh, the Powell Street station is the first station that they will see. And so that's why we've made as many investments as we have at the station. And I know our customers aren't seeing all of it right now, but they will be over the next three years. And so things like the new ceiling, new lighting system, uh, things like a new canopy um, system that will uh, occur on on the street level of, of Powell Station. But then also, um, f- I call it phase two of the Powell modernization. What we're going to be doing there is most importantly, we've got this big uh, ticket vending machine area break room that's over by the Nordstrom Westfield entrance and Halliday Plaza entrance. And that creates just a huge problem for sight line and circulation. And so that our project there will be to relocate the ticket vending machines the ad fare machines to uh to the sides of the uh, lobby area and then relocate the the break room to another part of the station and that will completely open up the lobby area and allow you know full sight line full visibility and then also allowing more natural light to come in and then um up at the ceiling area we're going to be adding a art light box that it's gonna be just absolutely beautiful. And we're really excited about it. And those improvements, we start construction next year.
0: and it's interesting to me because it seems like that's become a priority for BART when it comes to its new station design is that this emphasis on openness, on improving sight lines and making the making the stations really part of the community that they serve. And it seems like that really uh, feeds into a lot of concerns and a lot of needs that, that our riders have. Among them is safety. You're just safer in a place where there are better sight lines.
1: Yeah, and, you know, in our strategic plan, we have an, uh, and this is really guiding our station modernization program, um, we have, you know, three overarching goals, if you will. One is making transit work, because it is our bread and butter. You know, our, our trains got to work, our stations got to work. But what's really also important, it's about connecting, you know, connecting to to our stations and really providing access, multimodal access, walking, biking, transit, and sometimes even driving to our stations, but then also creating a sense of place. And security is so critical for all three parts of that goal. Is making sure that, you know, we, we reduced those uh, hiding areas. Um, that we do as much as we can to increase the lighting um, levels Um, and also doing our best to try to, uh, you know, monitor, reduce the the elements inside our our station. Um, It's a really challenging area um, and a lot of what goes on inside our station is really a reflection of what goes on outside of the station and in our cities and in our communities Um, and we're just really trying our best to respond to that. You also hear a lot about hot teams. Tell me what those are and how that's going. So so San Francisco has done a really nice job. They've established homeless outreach teams uh, and what they've done with this outreach team is assemble a number of, of professional experts, um, in, and they might be mental health experts, uh, they might be, you know, medical uh, experts um, and or homeless resource experts, and they assemble this team to go out and engage the homeless population and the various subgroups of the population and to try to get them to the resources, to the services, um, and the housing that they need to get to. So they have not been coming into the BART station. And so, again, we saw this as an opportunity to partner with the city of San Francisco to help fund for an outreach team uh, leader and to bring a team down to the BART station. You know, the homeless issue, we hear from our customers, and we, acknowledge it, we know it's a big, big, big issue in our stations. Um, and so what we want to do is to be able to, in a very sensitive and humane way, engage the homeless, the different types of homeless uh, populations in our stations, and to encourage them to get to, uh, again, the resources, the services, um, the places where they need to go. And so the SF Hot Team that we're partnering with the city is one big step toward um, achieving that goal.
0: Yeah, well, it certainly sounds like BART has some pretty ambitious plans for its stations. Kind of bottom line it for the rider who relies on, say, Montgomery Street or, or Embarcadero, any of those really busy downtown San Francisco stations. They, they rely on BART. They're a commuter. They see the growing crowds. Kind of bottom line it for them. What's your message to them, and, and when can they look forward to seeing some
1: changes? So, um, first, I absolutely always thank our writers for being patient with us, for, for being our customers. Um, I t- and I know they've been dealing with uh, the, cr- the crowded conditions, um, the, the sad-looking states of our stations for uh, quite some time. I want to tell them that relief is coming. Uh, not just with the new rail cars, but we are uh, making investments in escalator performance uh, and capacity relief uh, inside our stations. Uh, and wherever possible, you know we're looking to upgrade our stations. One of the things I wanted to highlight um, has been a sta- our station brightening program uh, that we started about three years ago. And what we wanted to do was really provide what we call some early wins, um, we know that a lot of these major investment projects sometimes take years, and um, because we got to find the money, then we got to go through the design process, and then there's a procurement process, and all of that. And sometimes it takes a few years to get it off the ground. And it was really important for us, as part of this uh, station brightening program, to number one get some early wins so that our customers can see some some benefits and some relief. But then also, how can we more effectively and efficiently? uh coordinate our resources from our cleaners from our painters from our repair and maintenance folks and so this program allowed us to focus first on the four downtown stations where we've done some major amounts of you know cleaning and uh and that's been a challenge because you know the minute we clean then the social issues come back and then you know the next day we know that it gets dirty again but then we've also committed to more staffing uh, at the four downtown stations What we've seen is the painting has made a major transformative, um, uh, you know, experience, if you will, um, particularly at the Powell Street Station and then uh, also at Civic Center Station. So the station brightening program is one way for us to just get to to dealing with some of the, you know, stuff that we can do right now. Is there still an opportunity for people to offer their input uh, to sound off? And if so, what can they do? Uh, so we have project web pages, uh, and so we encourage um, people to go check out our project web pages. Uh, and we are in the process of updating the information um, for every everything from Embarcadero to Civic Center, and so we'll be posting more information on things like what are the recommended uh, prioritized improvements for each of the station. Uh, what will the stations uh, look like after we do some of the modernization work? Um, If we actually have capital projects there, what can you expect in terms of the construction schedule? Uh, When are we going to get in there to make the improvements, and when when are we going to get out of there? Um, And so information like that. Tim,
0: thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. That's Tim Chan, a planning manager with BART, talking about the future of our downtown San Francisco stations. And thank you for listening to Hidden Tracks, Stories from BART.